0: Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when
1: time listener, first time guest.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> He's been in the bullpen, just barking, waiting. Just yeah, waiting, just waiting, There's stalking so much around,
1: content.
3: Yeah. Choked up on my bat, just waiting to swing. <laughs> just
2: well, <laughs> swinging it, the cooler in the, in the in the dugout.
1: That's one way to intro the episode. Is that we are swinging into the spooky season. Um, I'm very excited for this one this year because of such and such and so and so. Uh, progressively lurching its way closer and closer. Um, I have a question, actually, gentlemen, for you all. Uh, It occurs to me that there's some dissident elements on the website Hmm. uh, that that say things like, Halloween is a bad holiday. Now, I just have to say to those folks out there who are Halloween deniers is that this podcast is a Halloween nationalist podcast, mm. and we are not going to be accepting any Halloween dissidents. You will not disrespect Spooky Season. In fact, that's probably one of very few commandments of this show, I would say. Would you agree with that, Car Ambit? Arguably the only commandment. Might be the only one is do not disrespect the Spooky Season. That might be the only one. And if well, it says yeah. anything about
3: how serious the enforcement is, I don't know if you gentlemen actually saw it, but I had to declare jihad on your podcast Twitter account last oh, night over it. that very thing.
1: Oh, I Completely acceptable. I extraordinarily displeased with the elf uh, for that take. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I had to uh, use my power.
1: <laughs> did you? I, what did you I, do? I really hate doing that. Dude, yeah, you know?
2: no, I yeah, no. yeah? I know, I know that yeah. I know that. I, I could that you tell that like. by your
1: I could tell that by your political mantras.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, just, I you know I'm all principle all the time, but sometimes <laughs> Aaron,
1: <well>. no force, <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> no force, Aaron. That's how I like to know him. Yeah, so from yeah, now so what on, what did you do? Because
0: of her uh, her antics, her anti-Halloween antics, um, yeah. The vetting process for becoming a guest on this show after this episode will be you yes. have to start a fight <laughs> with her and oh, possibly okay. make her cry. That's a great idea.
1: And then yes. <laughs> that'll be uh, yes. proof of tears. Don't say proof yeah. of tears. Yeah, Don't say possibly. Get it done. Yeah. yeah. Really, don't dilly dally. Really wail on the elf. Really wail on that. elf. And if you need like, help, if you need a, a list of, like, of her... Spelling and grammar errors in her, in
0: her mm-hmm. responses, I'll, I'll know that, it's, Respe- that she's yeah. rattled.
1: Dive in. She's rattled. That's right. That's how you beat elves, Lee. Precision and and and
0: unyielding cruelty.
1: That's right. (laughs) Learn that one in the The, navy. The the libertarian (laughs) mantra, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, zero force, all persuasion. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad we cleaned up the dissident elements there. Anybody else have anything to say on, in regards to Halloween nationalism? Any personal stakes you want to make? Any really insane claims you want to take into the beginning of spooky season? Are we all pretty much? I on think this Halloween is Halloween so insane claims. I, yeah, in I Uh oh. Well, I got one. got
2: one. I got a big claim. I think that this Uh-oh. is going to be the horniest Halloween season ever. So
3: it's just I not am gonna totally 100. Are we so we're basically well? what so you're saying we, is. <laughs> We're we may not be here
0: right? <laughs> we may not be, we might be like L- special guys there were a couple of just little just little clips,
4: the
2: clips of audio little clips of audio that we upload to let people know that we're still alive like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do we now, yeah, like yeah, a, what we got to do we'll download tiktoks and we'll have like a vlogging thing right and we'll have yeah, a friends yeah. against government and i and yeah. for 15 seconds i'll check in and i'll be like hey guys just uh checking in and let you know I'm still in the red here, so um, <laughs> still yeah. horny. I'll get back to you. <laughs> well, so Yours, this... yeah. Your videos are quick as you're scrolling through the timeline. Just, you're like, mm, still horny, and that was it. <laughs> and you're supposed to go. All right, I guess I'm not getting an episode today. <laughs> yeah.
3: But uh, real talk, though, this would be the perfect time to do that because witch yeah. talk is such a thing, isn't it? That's that's. That's Almost right. as, as Talk. prolific what? as TikTok itself is Witch Talk.
1: Oh, you aren't aware of which? Oh, this is getting to the very root of the podcast here. Witch Talk yeah. is a section of... Actually, pause. You explain it better than me because you have to explain really the environment as to what, why that environment exists in the first place.
3: <laughs> so, as you may know, Carr, or may not know, millennials and Zoomers and our ilk are all very self involved with social media.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yes. And as you yeah, may also I'm, I'm know, here. <laughs> as you may also know, there is something called the new age movement where dumb people mm-hmm. love to get involved with crystals and woo and all sorts of strange chaos magic that they think lets them influence reality. Now, mm-hmm. you may also be aware that femoids love attention.
2: Right. That what? The, I'm sorry.
3: Females, femoids, women.
2: Oh, okay. Bitches. Okay. We. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Bitches. <laughs> <So, laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Aaron.
3: Now I want you to imagine <laughs> a hypothetical social media framing that would allow a distinct demographic of people hmm. who crave attention hmm. and believe that they can channel energy through crystals to thrive.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds P- amazing, Pons- honestly. Paz is potentially letting his biases be shown here. <laughs> He's Maybe apparently just a not a f- fan of crystal magic. And, yeah, I was going to say, well, everything so, I've heard so I far has been you satisfactory. Know
3: that one of my best friends is a Reiki healer, and his okay. girlfriend actually makes homemade jewelry. So I'm actually oh, yeah? extremely cr- cool with it uh, in most circumstances. Do you think it works,
1: or do you think it doesn't work?
3: Well, I think that the power of faith is, in human life is incredibly remarkable. And that's why we oh, need to be careful to channel our faith to the appropriate places.
1: The scientists will call that the placebo effect, but they don't have. Well, any. Uh, yeah. We know what software.
3: we think of scientists around here though, right? <laughs>
2: Fake.
1: The resounding Fake and hatred of science. Yeah, absolutely. Both of those things. That's so, right. um, getting to the heart of the
3: matter, witch talk is a subset of TikTok where these people go and make TikToks of themselves doing and performing magic and it is such a den of shit libery that all these yeah. people are also, while they do this, being total yeah. proglodyte cops on each other oh, while yes. they do it, and it's oh, yeah. it's, it's a it's remarkable show, it? shit show.
1: A lot of curses being cast um, in regards to I, you know what I did see a lot of was like uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg incantations and things like Jeez, that were definitely so, oh wow that's oh. upsetting yeah yeah break that Ouija board down and ask her a couple of questions.
3: So you Um, may even remember uh, just a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was even a month at this point, the social media witch phenomenon was having a meltdown because a quote-unquote baby witch cursed the moon? Did you guys catch that? that? Now I'm I'm lost on that one.
2: (laughs) Now that we're all off the wagon, the the car hit the side of the mountain and we've all scattered. I
1: heard baby witch, and honestly, in this climate, I don't don't know what that means.
3: Well, that's just... (laughs) That is their terminology for a new practitioner to
1: their quote. Yeah, I wouldn't know orders. that. I thought you meant a, ch- a little ginger headed child with a <laughs> witch costume <laughs> who angrily pointed a stick at the moon. I really didn't know what you meant by that.
3: No, the, these total spazzes claim that one of them, one of Zoids. their ilk, accident, accidentally or intentionally put a curse on the moon, and that's why everything was so weird last month.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, you know. don't do that, okay? Everybody listens If, if Just you
3: think case. you have the power to do that, use it responsibly.
1: Oh. Yeah, don't do yeah. it to the moon. Why would you. We yeah, do it here. to
2: something else. Do it to, like, Jupiter's moon or something like that.
1: Yeah. Do it to right? Saturn. Put Saturn moon. back in its place. That's right. Yeah, I agree with
2: that. Knock it down in a couple well,
1: notches. My least favorite of all the uh, planets with rings that I know of. Um. Let's 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 pivot into the semi topic of the day before we get into the real topic. I was curious. Uh, we're here at the very beginning of the spooky season, with no end of this thing in sight. <laughs> uh, what is what are we expecting? Um, what do we think? You know, we did a prediction at the beginning of this year, right? Uh, we did our whole predictions of what we thought the year was going to be like. Now I'm just asking by the end of this month. Oh, rip to Eddie Van Halen, by the way. What a terrible thing. Um, At the end of this month, how weird is it going to get on Halloween? What happens on Halloween? Are people out and about tricking and treating? Are people – are we going to see like a super spread event (laughs) because of all the Halloween parties? What are we thinking potentially is going to happen? What kind of new doom fantasies can we have? Uh, I'll ask you first because you're our guest. Pause.
3: Okay. I think that's really an excellent question, Bird, and I love it, first of all, because there's just so many directions a person can go with this, right? <laughs> yes.
1: I think... oof. um, I expect... You can be quite general, too, if you'd like. We were, We were pretty general in our original predicting.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that was a fun episode. If you don't remember that one, go back and listen to it, because... Man, an all-star cast, yeah. and I think we really nailed all the predictions, too.
1: We got but, uh, a lot of the predictions right.
3: Yeah, I think the only one that has any doubt did not was mine. Well, some of us were already talking about it, but not on air. Mm. Um, I think mm. my prediction will be that Joe Biden is off the top of the ticket by Halloween.
1: Wow! Oh, I like that prediction. Really. I like that now, prediction. that boggles my mind, because... If I could challenge that right away, because better time than ever, he seemed relatively lucid at that debate.
3: Relatively lucid at the debate, but think about all the shit show stuff that he said just since the debate. God, you know man, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? So He's if I had, had to force such you, a liability, if I had I,
1: to force you to be more specific, which this was not part of the game, but if so, so the general prediction, fine. But if I had to force you to be more specific, do you think it comes from an angle of him saying something wrong? Or simply just kind of losing his mind?
3: I think that they finally admit to his health problems and use it as a pretext to bump him. Oh, wow. That would be a huge Let me ask
1: destabilization.
2: Let me ask you this, though. Functionally, how does that work? Like, I mean, I, I had always kind of assumed that if it was going to happen, it would happen after the election because then it would be clean. Can they oh, yeah. legitimately bump
1: Oh, absolutely! So you have, to have a new election yeah. until
3: no until the point he's elected. The DNC is in full control of their ticket. They can put oh, someone okay. else at the top of the ticket at any time.
1: Not after the election.
3: Not after the election, no, but prior yeah, too. No, not after. You the think election. they're going to yeah, move yeah, yeah. Harris huh. up?
1: To, <sighs> but that's I think thing. I, I sorry, think no. they'd
3: have to. I think they'd have to. I think they kind of the want you, to, anyways.
1: There's also a huge potential that if something like that was to happen they could simply st- they could simply stop the election. They could simply hold it back because ballots have already been cast. Yeah. Well, I mean right, they can <laughs> do that, but that wouldn't that wouldn't change the expectation. Well, I mean legally or the of
3: that wouldn't change anything about my prediction, I guess is what I'm saying.
1: No, it wouldn't. You no, know, you're right, it wouldn't. But it definitely would it would be the only points against them doing that this late in the game is it's really going to cause a uh, Hellstorm yeah, or something it, like that. It feels happened.
2: like it feels like we're in the deep sand, and they just got to keep wow. the pedal to the metal and hope it doesn't sink. I, I mean, that's love, just what it feels. Like I
1: love that prediction because I, I do have too. Anything, that's fantastic. I don't even have a prediction. My thing was asking the question because I don't have anything as nearly as ballsy as that. I love it. Well, if that was know, to happen, <sighs> wow, buckle up. Go ahead, pause. You know.
3: Well, I, w- I was just going to say they don't call me steel balls for nothing, but. <laughs>
2: Mm, old <laughs> steel,
1: steely balls,
3: steely ball. <laughs> That's my Steely uh, Dan cover band,
1: by the way. Of course, right. I've done a couple <laughs> songs on that. All right, uh, Aaron. What about you? What do you think? Anything crazy you think could could possibly happen?
0: Um, I mean, I've I've made my 2020 prediction at the end of last year, and said that it would just be a void of nothingness. And, uh, yes, I do that? remember do you th- that. Do you think it was a void <laughs> it's of just nothingness? Just gonna be nothing. Um, in a way, yeah. I mean, because me. when I mean, we've had the 24-hour news cycle get condensed down to like the eight-minute news cycle, where yeah. every minute of every day, like, is the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. You know, when when you've had a whole year of that, eventually it does become a void of nothingness, like. I think a lot of people are just opting out of a lot of things that they used to care about. Yes. And yeah,
1: that's actually factual.
0: Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm hoping to accelerate that process.
1: (laughs) Me too. You know what? I I, I, I hope
3: you do. I hope you do because there's still far too many people giving a shit about far too many things. Now, here's,
1: here's one for you. Uh, since you won't give me a prediction. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll I'm sorry. Question. I went off on a tangent. I'll ask you a question. I'll ask you a question, right. you a question right. if you don't have a prediction. Do you think they're going to push this Supreme Court person through? And if they do, is it going to be a wild congressional session where we're going to get some really insane things about this woman coming out? I'm certainly hoping this.
0: Um, no, I think if there was anything insane, uh, A, I think that they are going to push her through. And because why not? And um, sure. you know the the timeline's right. I mean, they'd be crazy not to. They have, <clears throat> I mean, other than tonight. like some fake reasoning from like maybe the anti-Trump Republicans to say what like, oh no, off, we're she, she, we're honorable people.
2: She she well, raped Brett know. Kavanaugh.
0: Oh, yeah. You no, know it didn't... St- <laughs> no,
1: I mean, I think if there were anything <laughs> crazy
0: whatsoever, we would have gotten a whiff of it, other than she has... They tried to... Yeah, she has an adopted black child, so therefore she's a racist. No,
1: they, I was going to say she, she... Yeah, which is bizarre. <laughs> um, I was going to say that they tried to get her on the fact that she was a member of, like, some weird religious cult, which turned out not to what be if, a weird religious cult. It turned out
0: to just be a
2: religion. What if she... Uh... What if she had an adopted black what if she had an adopted black face child? And it was just a child that was always in black face.
1: <laughs> what, what, what if what if she had an adopted black face? And that's child.
2: how she referred to the baby on all sides. So, like, I can't be racist. I have an adopted blackface child. Jesus
1: Some reporter Christ. just goes, wait a minute,
0: and then takes like a damp rag and wipes his face away. What if oh my what God. if she
1: has uh, an adopted black aunt? And they find that out and then they go, so if I'm getting this right, you 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 filled out paperwork so that you could adopt a black An aunt. aunt. And, then, and, and she goes, yeah, yes, I did. And you go. <laughs> Check <laughs> mark next I to get, black. <laughs> I see. I could see Ted, uh, not Ted Cruz. It would have to be a Democrat reading this nonsense. So I could see Julian Castro probably just staring dead face Corey at a piece of Booker, paper. <laughs> <fucking> Cory Booker, man. Fucking Cory Booker. Cory Booker trying to decipher the fact that it says that this woman adopted a black aunt. It's, very it's just staring at him.
2: Just staring, staring
1: at him. Staring at him with a slight grin like I absolutely slight grin do like, that. Hey, I think it? I fixed my gain, gonna... by the way. <laughs> yeah, your gains oh, yeah, are pretty high hot. now. Wow, now you're hot. There you go. Well, don't scream, Aaron. If I'm going to try not to.
0: Now. I'm going to try really hard.
1: Oh. Yeah, don't scream at anything. You, yeah, you're don't really use your hot. boisterous... <laughs> Loud. Yeah, you I can really turn it down a little. Right can you, can you re- bring that
2: gain back yeah, down? down. <laughs> I don't. It sounds oh, yeah. like you're in my living room with me. How's
1: that? <laughs> Whispering. Whisper How's a that, little car? higher than that, actually. Do I
2: sound
0: close?
1: Ooh, yeah.
2: Ooh. <laughs> it's better. I gotta, gotta, gotta drop. Gotta drop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little warm. Yep. <laughs> a little warm over here. Mm. Okay, so then, Car camp it. your uh, potential, if you have a prediction, um, or or if you want to see anything,
2: I am watching. I'm eyeballing. The actual function of the election process, and I know oh. that that comes a little bit after our holy day, uh, but, yeah. you know, not too far after. What is it? Just a f- several no. days after
1: the sixth or the seventh, potentially something like that. Yeah, well, it's, like that. it's what a week <coughs> or two after election is the third week or
2: so oh dude it's it's two days at three days after
1: yes oh we're gonna have to do an All saints day prediction podcast yeah (laughs) so
2: i mean i i I think that's i think that's close enough in proximity to, to declare that as part of my prediction i'm i'm watching i'm watching the uh the perceived legitimacy of the election we all know that it's these are all like kind of a crapshoot anyway like the it's not like every single vote is counted accurately,
1: not even close. But Wait, are you saying there's the a problem that, with the Democrat? What are you saying? What are you on this Are you saying that
0: mail-in are? ballots yeah. might a friend, take a while to count?
1: On the friends <laughs> of – oh, dude. Oh, I was going to make oh, a shitty man. joke, but that is a really fun joke that a lot of people don't know yet, is that it is going to take
2: – It's going to take forever.
1: Days to count the, I mean, the ballots. People don't and, and realize – So, so go they're going to have
2: to – they're gonna have to sustain a fever pitch from November third until all of the ballots are counted, and then you remember right. like the hanging Chad thing, and then there was like the, yeah, you know, the thing, thing. like <laughs> that just like that like no. just delays shit. Stop, that, that's, stop, that's, stop, uh, that, one's, that one's for our I older can't. listeners. I the yeah. hanging
1: Chad. I yeah, you I still don't oh. know what that means. I still it's one that, don't it's know what that, it's, that
2: means. it's when you punch the voting Who thing. Was and that? The, the, Who
1: told us that? Freaking. Um, <laughs> it was, at, was it Brian? Told us that.
2: No, that's just anybody our age remembers
1: that. You remember oh, that right I don't, but, but I remember freaking out about hearing that term, oh, really? Chad, because, <laughs> yeah, and I think it was Brian Nichols who said it to us when I heard it, oh, because, okay. I don't know, it certainly sounds like a thing Brian would, would say, like it's a term yes. that he would know and incorporate. Uh, that term broke me when I heard it. Be, and the other, yes. by the way, is a fat Chad is the other one they can call oh, a fat Chad. <laughs> Dude, just, I'm telling you, Aaron,
2: Aaron, you remember that, right? It's bad um, because it was said head,
1: with no. such normal, it was said normal. You don't? It was no. said, <laughs> you don't remember so, hanging Chad?
0: I remember I hearing it. Was, it dude, it was like
3: all. I'm with you, car. It,
2: yeah, it was like all over the news for like a month. It's yeah, it was the got, like,
1: got screwed by a hanging Chad. Right, in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> On, Getting screwed come by come hanging
2: Chad in Florida is like a rite of passage for the American people. Who puts these
1: terms together? That has to I be from know. the twenty. I googled it. It has to be from yeah, the 20s. Yeah, but
2: I guarantee 20th. you
0: it did the amazing in focus
1: groups. Hanging Chad. No way. Was, Listen that guy, this. Man,
2: man, check that guy out. He's really hanging Chad.
1: This is insane,
2: guys. Listen to this.
1: <laughs> Took
2: his pants off when... and he was really hanging ch- some Chad. <laughs>
1: Oh, I hate it. This is what it says on the fucking Wikipedia, on the partially punched Chad section of the Chad paper (laughs) Wikipedia page. It says, it reads, and I'm going to switch around the uh, order for for, uh, the purposes of shock. When a Chad is not fully detached, it is described by various terms corresponding to the level of modification from the unpunched state. The distinctions are important in counting cards used in voting. The following terms generally apply when describing a four-cornered chad. (laughs) Tri-chads are attached to the ballot at three corners. Hanging chads are attached to the ballot at only one corner. Swinging chads are attached (laughs) at two corners. And pregnant or dimpled chads are attached at all four corners, but bear an indentation Indicating the voter may have indented to mark the ba- intended to mark the ballot. Sometimes "pregnant" is used to indicate a greater mark than dimpled. <laughs> These people have too much fucking time on their hands. Right. In the Confirmed 2000s, election
3: officials are horny, is what that says. In the
1: 2000s presidential election, many Florida votes oh. used votomatic-style punch cards that were incompletely punched holes, resulting in either hanging chads or fat ch- chads, which are also pregnant chads.
2: That's why there were no podcasts back at that time, and people were just too damn horny. Really, oh my it really wasn't God. until the internet cooled everybody down in the mid-2000s <laughs> that we started a podcasts.
1: Chad, a chad is the same thing as confetti. Wow. What? Just for obviously a different purpose. A chad and confetti are more or less the same idea. It's a torn <laughs> piece of small paper off of wow. another larger piece of paper. So it's the same idea. <clears throat> Not Although many recycled chads are used in uh confetti purposes. Wow.
2: A whole kind of around.
1: And I didn't think I'd learn a lot. Yeah, right, they created. Now can you see why I believe the economy is fake because half of the fucking economy is made up oh, of my god, like that. It
2: all it all <laughs> flows through the chats.
1: You the, <laughs> the your chads.
2: disease. Every input and every output of the economy must in some way relation to- <laughs> Some way, shape yeah, yeah, well, that's, we I'm, I'm we sorry really well, we I'm,
1: need sorry. I'm Chad an intersectional dollars, thinker okay? I'm need. sorry that I'm an intersectionalist okay? uh, yes it is inf- I'm an eco- economic intersectionalist it is true that everything in some way relates to the economy and therefore whenever anything sucks it's the fake ass economy's fault <laughs> alright here's your season? burger
2: that'll be 4 <laughs> chads and 50 micro chads
1: <laughs> oh brother I don't think you understand I'm hungry I need this burger <laughs>
2: Uh, I've only got three and a half chads, man.
1: <laughs> I've only got three and a half chads, and you already made the uh, burger, so... <laughs> just so enraged right now. <laughs> oh, Just plowing through Misesian oh. Economics on this October 7th, a Wednesday. And with that, I think I've taken enough of your time up pause. Please um, introduce us to some spooky stuff. <laughs> uh, so I'll give the listeners some backstory for just a moment. I texted you. Pause. I said, "Pause. Will you do us the honor of coming on for the first spooky season episode to spook us out of our pants?" You said, "Absolutely." What do you want to do? I said, "Let's do something satanicy, panicky." You said, "Well, how about we do uh, something like... Well, I don't know if this is your topic, but some really creepy stuff that might have to do with like uh, possessions, devilish apparitions, or oh, unexplained events. I don't know." Pause. Tell yes. us what are you bringing to us today.
3: Not exactly. Well. So, I really wanted to get into the, the real spirit of the season, right? And mm-hmm. we want creepy. And I've always felt, very personally, that an important aspect of creepy is plausibility, right? And right. I have always felt that way, but I've come to understand, being on the internet, that I find a lot of things far more plausible than a lot of people. So, without becoming a normie, I want to take a couple of topics that would be familiar to a, shall we say, less internet matured listener, and then really go off the deep end with them like we used to in the good old days.
1: Okay. okay. And so,
3: without any more drama and any more build-up, I wanted to talk to you gentlemen about the mysterious death of Elisa Lamb, H.H. Yes. Holmes. And then, perhaps, depending on what our time frame looks like, the Slender Man murders.
1: Oh, boy. Okay.
3: Hmm.
2: Well, Lisa Lamb. I haven't heard that in a long time. Was that the, Yeah,
1: the, he brought that up, the, and the I didn't want to say of- elevator photo like video might as well go ahead and yes oh, sorry. yes it I'm was gonna, car i'll get a video i'll give it I'll, I'll send you guys the video so we can all be creeped man out that video
2: is so strange man combined <sighs> with the history of that hotel jeez i won't take i won't take too much or, or give away too much i will say i haven't thought you about start, that in years
1: i will say before you start pause uh listeners and also i just put it in the zencaster chat i will also put it in the uh, wait does zencaster uh, have chat? its own chat? It actually does. Yes, I don't know if you can see it or not, but it actually does. But I just sent it to Twitter, the Twitter chat. Here's the video. Um, Now, the video is called For All the Listeners, and I do recommend as you're listening, you go and look this up, watching it. If you can listen to the show at the same time as you watch, probably good. But otherwise, watch some of it. You'll get the point. It's called Surveillance Video of E-L-I-S-A, space, L-A-M, Elisa Lam, Shows Bizarre Behavior. Surveillance Video of Elisa Lam Shows Bizarre Behavior by CBS News. Two minutes and 26 seconds. I'm just going to start it. It's very strange. It makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Um, yikes. All right. So <laughs> pause. Uh, now I'm fixated on it. Yeah, this is so creepy. I'm watching it right it now. Uh, it's some of the, some yeah, of the creepiest
3: actual footage that we've ever seen in relation to, you know, damn near any crime.
1: And you know, yeah, we all know
3: that journalists are blood chasers and they love to force snuff films on us, but this isn't yes. even that this is just weird, right?
1: Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But you know, it is funny. Um, I could safely tell you I've behaved this way before, but it would, it would always be for some kind of like goof. Like it would be right. almost with the intention of, uh, so that the person who watches the footage would look back and go, ha that's funny. You know, like, something like that. But what she seems to be doing is, like, nobody's watching her outside, clearly. Otherwise, they would have noticed something, right? I don't know. Pause. Tell us Well,
3: story. well, it's funny that you <laughs> should mention that, Bird. But 21 years old, we, by the way. Yeah.
1: Crazy. Holy shit.
3: Before we discuss that aspect of it, let's give some background to people who may have forgotten or, you know, people this never actually occurred to or had never heard this story before. So what we have is Elisa Lam, right? She was a Chinese-Canadian and a student at the University of British Columbia. She was in California, specifically L.A., on a vacation. Now, she was a fashion blogger, right? That was what she was doing. That's where her real passion was. And that's, you know, why she was in California for any reason at all, even a vacation, is still kind of unknown. I'm sure her family knew. But uh, So she's down, she's fucking around in California, she spent some time in San Jose, some time in other parts of SoCal, before she eventually winds up in LA. And because LA is the expensive hellhole that it is, she finds herself at the Cecil Hotel. Do we have a little uh, demonic yeah, interference back. there? Some ghosts. Yes. In demonic machine? interference
2: it wouldn't be a that's wouldn't be a spooky season without demonic interference, that's for sure. Well,
3: Ooh. you know, those fucking machine devils hammered me the last time I recorded a gaslight hour.
1: That's right, with the with the high pitch whistling. Yeah, my <clears> studio <throat> laptop's possessed.
3: Anyways. Yep. yep. Uh, so where so you were where is you were at the Cecil uh, Hotel? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's in uh, downtown LA. It's uh, Mm -hmm. like the 700 block of South Main Street or something. I looked up Mm -hmm. the exact address before while I was uh, finishing finalizing my show notes. But suffice to say, people familiar with the area, it's in Skid Row, Mm -hmm. which is one of the bad parts of town, allegedly. I don't know. I'm not from SoCal. But yeah, I think it's pretty,
2: pretty well known. It's pretty bad.
3: Yeah. So she's checked in there. She's staying there. Initially, she's in a big suite with a roommate. Now, she had to be provided her own room by the hotel staff because, allegedly, she'd been exhibiting odd and uncertain behavior to said roommate. Now, there's no way to confirm that one way or the other. The staff never said as much afterwards, and it's just a figment lost of time, a statement. Hmm. But we do know for a fact that she was bipolar and taking medication for a bipolar disorder. So that would seem to fit. Now, as far as the specifics go, on the evening of January 31st, 2013, the night of January 30th, she's in this elevator. She's going crazy is what it looks like. And the next day, January 31st, she fails to check in with her parents. Now, this is unusual because, despite everything else that's going on, she had been calling them every day of this vacation in California that she took. So, understandably, they were concerned. Now, they reported it to LAPD, who eventually conducted a partial search of the hotel. Her family, that is to say her parents, also came down from Canada and spent... A amount of time they're looking for her, trying to find her. Now, if it were merely a strange surveillance footage video and a disappearance of a person, that would be tragic enough. However, where it gets really strange is two and a half weeks later, on February 19th, 2013, maintenance workers for the Cecil Hotel found her body in one of the water tanks on the roof of the building, after people staying in the hotel have been complaining about low water pressure, oh, black water, and a strange smell, Ugh.
0: I am a maintenance worker, and I couldn't yeah. imagine finding a fucking body in one of my
3: cooling towers just on my rounds.
1: Uh, lawsuit?
3: Ugh. Well, and the family did try and sue, but the case got dismissed due to the due to the fact that. You know, how could you predict that somebody's body is going to end up in one of those things?
0: Uh, You have to open up like a hatch to to get in
3: there, and they're not easy to open. That is exactly right, Aaron. And so, it seems like we don't have a lot of details here, because we really don't. And that's where all the weirdness, and the speculation, and the craziness Mm -hmm. of this comes in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, the autopsy report found no drugs in her system... Except for a store brand Sudafed, and acetaminophen, like a Tylenol or something, and oh, the so drugs that, and the drugs that she was on for her bipolar disorder.
1: Mm, so she had a cold, probably. I guess that's what yeah. I would always take those two things for. And so sure, I she caught a cold
3: a or something, alcohol and alcohol. she was on her regular medications. So. They found nothing else wrong with her, no alcohol in the toxicology report, no other drugs, and she's just floating in this water tank. Now, the coroner ruled it an accidental drowning, which answers absolutely no questions, does it?
1: No, because you know she drowned. (laughs) And and there's no way it's an accident. (laughs) Now, that
3: that ruling does preclude murder.
1: Sure, which it shouldn't, because I don't know how they knew that immediately.
3: Right, it absolutely shouldn't. Now there were no signs of sexual assault or anything on her body. For all anyone,
1: rape kit and and stuff like that.
3: Her rape kit was never processed.
1: Huh? Why is that?
3: Well, because there's hundreds and thousands of unprocessed rape kits in this country.
1: Fucking nightmare. Yeah, that's right. That's a different episode.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It (laughs) is. Um, so you have this confluence of factors and then of course in 2013, which is, you know, the ascendancy of YouTube, the peak of the YouTuber Zenith, you have all of these people chiming in on it, becoming an internet phenomenon and this girl's life just all over and nobody's got answers some people think she's being attacked by a ghost in the elevator or having some kind of paranormal encounter. Some people are wondering if the released footage was edited because if you watch the clip carefully, you'll see that the timestamp is blurred out and there's frame by frame inconsistencies. And mm-hmm. some people are wondering if there's like say a stalker or something off screen because we only have the one camera for the elevator itself. So you have this wide confluence of factors, but then of course the big brains on Reddit and in the media and everywhere else where you'd expect to find a big brain say that despite the fact that she was taking her medications, she merely had a manic break, climbed up a fire escape, and tossed herself into the tank, and was a victim of her own mental health.
0: Just a weird. So
1: I wouldn't even think you'd they could, yourself by doing in fact,
0: that. sue that hotel because those. Those fire escapes and those roof accesses, they're supposed to be locked. I would i would suspect the maintenance worker. Well, a super yeah. ro-
3: well, and every other every other access to the roof was locked, and they had hotel records that confirmed that no one had been up there, the keys hadn't been checked out, no one was fucking around anywhere. And that's why they have to say that she climbed up the fire escapes to get there. Wow. Huh.
1: So, you know, um, it's... So like, you guys to say
3: something, bird. Yeah,
1: what? I just like five questions. Like, did they do we know anything else about the person? Like, was she depressed? Like, other than the bipolar, like, was she depressed? Like, what did she? Like, what do no. we know about her?
3: So, January thirtieth, the day, the last day that she checked in with her parents, the day before she was ostensibly leaving. You know, she disappeared <laughs> the night that she was planning to leave. Uh, she was in a bookstore across the street from the hotel, aptly mm, called okay. The Last Bookstore. But mm. the employee there at the time reported her as being in good spirits, excited to be buying gifts for her return home, and wondering how she was going to carry all of them with her while she finished her travels.
1: Yeah, that sure sounds like an episode. Huh.
3: for sure doesn't for sound like that, she was any too depressed, does it?
1: No, it definitely yeah. sounds like she wasn't long term depressed. It definitely sounds like it could have totally led to an episode, though, like like a short term, quick. It's just weird because then you look at the elevator footage and it doesn't look like an like I, like at first it doesn't look it doesn't yeah, look that's like anything. Like, what that's is what I was and to say, so yeah.
3: even if it were an episode, she had been on her medications, and those are yeah. you know specifically made to depress those or to suppress yeah. events like that.
2: So. Yeah, and and for anyone who hasn't watched the video, I like so there, there's a couple things that it looks like you can, or I would feel comfortable ruling out. One is a physical stalker or person trying to harass her. It her because her movements and stuff and the way that she's coming in and out of the elevator like, are not yeah, really consistent yeah, with that. And yeah. and not only that. As as bizarre as her behavior is, it's not really frantic. I mean, there are a couple times. No. I think there's one time where she's mashing it a lot of buttons. Gets frantic by the
1: end. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it gets right, fr- but it's not really in 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 a sense. It's not f- like immediately frantic. Like somebody's chasing her down the hall. Like you know, I mean, it, it, that just doesn't make sense to me. I, it, so I don't th- know if that gets it's, us it's any almost closer like it's
1: this. weird because it's almost like it sounds like she it looks like she's trying to listen for something at some points. Like yeah, it's uh yeah yeah yeah, you can't even and there's
2: there's a there's there's 30 seconds in there where she appears to be like having a conversation or something like that with somebody like her with her mannerisms like her 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 arm movements and stuff like that look like she's trying to explain something to somebody right right in front of her that would that would effectively should be standing in the elevator door but is not
1: yeah weird it looks super weird yeah, she after that con- the moment where it looks like she's conversing, she comes back in and then she starts frantically pressing buttons. Like she has a conversation first, and then she just strange. Like she's talking about ghost. Who knows? Yeah,
2: pause. And then the, you know the other. Th- Go um, ahead. Yes.
0: What is your what's your take on it? I'm I'm dying to know.
3: Well, I very specifically would <clears throat> like to talk about the fact that she was bipolar. Because as we well know, it is a trope in anthropology and the study of humans as a race and species and a trait in the study of our cultures to claim or to say or to think that the shamans of tribal societies are schizophrenics, are bipolar, or have other mood disorders that allow them to go into the states that they do that we would call ecstatic. Or charismatic today in the modern age. And that they're all tricks of the mind when they're talking to spirits. Now, I have always liked to counter that with the idea that if that was what was really happening to these people, how could they actually commune with a spirit and translate the spiritual duties that they must? You know, in these episodes, that's not how that works. And so... If we preclude that as a possibility, then it reopens the possibility in this circumstance that perhaps she was speaking with or seeing a spirit. And now mm. before, before anyone wants to accuse me of being crazy, which actually I know none of your listeners would do. They no. like me too much. They no, like me and too also much. Mm-hmm.
1: A lot sure. of crazier shit has been said on the by show. By me even. Yeah, by me. So... Yeah. <laughs>
3: So, we take all of that into account, and then we need to account for the nature of the Cecil Hotel itself, which I should point out, since then, has been renamed to the Stay on Main. Now, this hotel is notorious because its hotel bar was frequented by the Black Dahlia in the days before her death, has seen over 16 suicides and at one point was a long-term residence for the night stalker during his murder spree.
1: Okay, a few questions and thoughts on that. First of all, I said you I thought you for some reason said the night crawler which stalker. I, I might have to, said. Yeah. No, 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 you said know. stalker. I, to, I thought you said okay. night crawler like the Fresno <laughs> night crawler. <laughs> no, I was going to be like Very good. and then the other thing is uh this I'm sure you didn't end up looking this up because this would be way too much research. But someone who maybe should, unless you know pause. Um, are those numbers truly that out of the ordinary for most uh hotels? And maybe in the area or maybe in general, I would like to know just to get a comparison. Cause maybe I could think hotels are probably places people kill themselves a lot because you go, Well, I don't want my family to find me, so I'll just let some unfortunate Uh, cleaning person find me so i don't know what do you have any indication thought on that
3: i am not a data scientist by trade i don't analyze these trends so big fat caveat on this but i'd say that it's probably pretty common but not as common as a person might actually think you know just based on anecdotal information you know it always makes the papers at least in even a mid-sized city when you see something like that now, in sure. a place like Chicago or New York or L.A., mm-hmm. it might be an exception to the rule and you just don't hear about it. But anywhere else, it lights up newspapers for a good news cycle at least, You know, even in usually, our modern day and age.
1: Usually when anybody kills themselves in public, it makes the news even here. So I guess it would just be a matter of the people who kill themselves in their rooms or something like that. Maybe that doesn't make sure. the news per se. Um, so but yeah, okay, I, I maybe, would say just generally
3: speaking, it seems like a very high body count.
1: But, Black you Dahlia know, again. Is weird. That's a that's a creepy one that she was there.
3: Yeah, it's a weird um, connection. Well, and not yeah. just that she was there, but that she was frequenting the place before she died.
1: It's around the same age, probably too. Twenty-one, probably. Well, this girl yeah. was twenty-one, Eliza Lamb, A oh, Black Dahlia was twenty-two, huh? Hmm. <laughs> well, and you
3: know, then we could have a discussion about the Night Stalkers' victims too. But <laughs> sure, sure. No Suffice way. to All say right. that this this place was steeped in bad, murderous energy, right? The kind mm. of place that's ripe for people who believe that ghosts are energy remnants of people who have been there before. Now that is True. a theory that's gone a little bit out of style, but that's still the folklore tradition and natural not understanding of talk. what a ghost is. Well, not on witch talk. You're right not
0: about on that. Witch talk. It's a theory I, sh- I have strong feelings which about.
1: or the, this no, theory so in regards
0: to that. Ghosts one. are remnants of energy of people that have lived
1: in the
3: Let, past. Let's hear your thoughts, Aaron, cause I want to keep talking about that just a little bit too. Um,
0: all right. Yeah. Uh, I disagree with it only because if we're going to talk about our, you know, our, our Western view of the paranormal, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people in the past have, you know, built us a pretty good foundation on it.
3: Absolutely.
0: Um, I mean, if you look at the early church, uh, they they talked about it all the yeah. time, and uh, they were very, very cautious to warn people that it's not remnants of, you know, human souls or whatever. That it's uh, strictly
1: demonic and like strictly malevolent. I could
3: not agree and more. What, what Aaron. I don't want to cut you off, but I couldn't Yeah, agree I, I, I
1: figured. Perhaps there's a demonic presence then, one the person on the other side of this argument could say, then maybe it's not a ghost of an apparition or a person, maybe that place has a little bit of a freaking demonic presence going on in there.
3: It certainly could.
1: Do they ex exer- this this is showing my ignorance here. Do you can you exercise buildings? Is of course. that so?
0: Oh yeah, you can go around and bless a building. Yeah, do they yeah. do
1: that in, in Orthodox? I don't know. I've only ever seen actual human oh, beings. Yeah. I mean, be they're exorcised. Well, you hollow the ground. Yeah, it's of just, the just like church, Catholics. Right? They get
0: a house blessing ceremony. Yes, you do. It's just down. in Greek instead of Latin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even in Koine.
3: <laughs> now that you've done me the courtesy of successfully transitioning it from ghosts are demons, Aaron, I want to say thank you. Because um, what, now I'd like to just mention a gentleman that you may or may not know the name of, Alistair Crowley. You guys remember oh him? Yes.
1: Sure. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> the thorn in my side.
3: Did you know that among the many other very strange and odd things he did, he claimed to have communed with a spirit by the name of Lamb, spelled the same way, L A M.
1: Oh interesting. Weird.
3: Huh. huh. And to take it one step further, did you know that he spent months in Southern California during World War One? Oh.
1: No, that I did not know either. Huh. Alistair
3: Wait,
2: who <laughs> Oh, so wait, Alistair Crowley went by the last name Lamb? No.
3: he, no, he communed demon. with a spirit. No, I communed with a oh, spirit. Let's, let's oh, call
1: it what it weird. is, boss. The demon.
3: Yeah, a demon. Weird. A demon by the name of Lamb. And, you know, I don't have any reason to believe he ever stayed at that hotel. I don't think it was even open yet when he was there. But it's it's interesting that he was communing with a spirit named Lamb that he was LARPing around in Southern California and that this ground ends up cursed. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. uh, it's synchronicity is what it is. And I want to leave that as food for thought for the audience. You have a building with a deeply cursed history, and bad shit just cannot stop happening there.
1: So, uh, I figured I would just do this for the sake of it, uh, but just so everyone knows, the Sumerian word lamb uh, means foliage, <laughs> so nothing there, uh, and the Assyrian word <laughs> oh. lamb means to throw down, knock out, stun. Uh, it's found in Matthew one twenty-five. Huh. As well in the Greek. Um, Interesting. He did not know her until she had gave birth to her firstborn son. The word lamsa occurs. Lam probably having something to do with either giving birth, gave, or, you know, something having to do with throwing down or falling out, knocking out. Okay. Well, I don't think that has yeah. any. Who knows how many translations that's removed. <laughs> yeah, you're right by that. Uh so i don't know if that helps us at all but it, but it might get other people to be like all right what does it mean in egyptian let's try if it to figure your out if you're one of <laughs> sure. those
3: people please yeah, sure. dm me if you have thoughts on that angle specifically
1: <laughs> yeah dm yeah, it dogman is this, respecter uh, uh, semitic demon in particular let him know <laughs> all right let's do hh uh, H. H. holmes <laughs> this one is uh, i think i might know who this is because i recognize the name but uh Let's do H.H. H. Holmes if you want to pivot. That was that one's weird. That last one is really creepy and I'm still... Wa- I watched the video about seven times. <laughs> it's really so well, uh, hey, The other thing I want to
2: point out is the fact that the... I, I know it's an old building. I get it. I, I get that elevators just don't. But the the elevator itself is is behaving very bizarrely.
3: Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it's move. It's just literally not working.
2: Yeah, except that the door occasionally opens and closes.
1: Does, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Ugh. Let's talk about um, more doors opening and closing. Eh. And let's talk about H.H. H. Holmes.
3: <laughs> the door to H.H. H. Holmes wide open. God. um, Who
1: was he? Is he English?
3: Well, some people think so, but that's going to come a little bit later in the story. Oh,
1: here. I think I know what you're implying by that. Okay, so that means it's not the person who I think it is. All right, go ahead.
3: Well, he was born in New Hampshire... To a family that had deep roots in New England, but they were originally yeah. of English stock. You know, they were a bunch Uh-oh. of fucking Anglos.
1: Anglo time. We need a, hey, car. Taking
3: our jobs. Car, maybe
1: you can, we'll get a soundboard in here, and anytime yeah. the word, someone says Anglo, we ring a, like a bell and we go, it's Anglo time, and then we just exactly. continue. <laughs> then you just
3: dunk oh, on them incessantly.
1: Anglo yeah. time! 30 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all get our. Dude, we all get our own soundboard where we just go nuts when somebody says the word. Just hammer it. Just key hammer it. (laughs)
3: You gotta get the uh, official (laughs) Alex Jones soundboard. That thing's a. Right. Oh,
1: God. We just get a bunch of those. Somebody says angle Frogs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, Continue. So, H.H.
3: Holmes, he was one of America's first serial killers. And if stories are to be believed, one of our most prolific.
1: Hell yeah. Man, hitting records.
3: He was only convicted of one murder. He confessed to 27. But people who have researched him and have spent their time on it, historians, criminologists, etc., etc., claim that he could very well be over 200. Ooh.
1: Oh man, that's got to oh. be a lot. I don't have here again. I don't have a f- real frame of reference for that, but I know that's a high number. Has to. Well,
3: be. even twenty-seven would be absolutely huge.
1: I w- really? I was gonna say, if I was a serial killer, I think I could p- do about four, and then they'd catch me. I would be. Well, pretty Well, so if we can, that. if
3: we can stick with the creepy season or spooky season theme here, I yeah. should also note that one of my favorite things to bring up is the FBI's Highway Serial Killer Initiative. And the fact that they expect there could be as many as like 900 serial killers roaming the American interstate system active at a time.
1: Roaming the American interstate system is such a crazy way to frame that. (laughs) That's terrifying. I will not be going on the interstate anytime soon. (laughs) Imagine that though. Imagine if there were, because it might you can frame it in in the sense of its absolute death if you meet a serial killer they'll they're going to kill you probably about 80% of the time cuz that's what they do they're professionals at it imagine well, if unless
3: you're not fitting their profile which makes it even fucking well,
1: creepier right. that's right but if you are fitting like okay so if you're any female of any kind i'm sorry ladies but that's unfortunately you know that's how it is your curse to bear a, a real chad or a young boy um, so I'm, you know, I'm the real Chad here. Uh, so I'm nervous. Um, you, you your threat of de- death is absolute. It's 100%. So imagine if there were just 900 nuclear bombs <laughs> on the interstate. And if you happen to <laughs> happen to run into one, maybe that's why you should never pick anybody up. Don't ever you get on anybody. the
3: wrong, you get on the wrong off ramp. You stop at the wrong truck stop, man.
0: Oh. I'll I'll tell you an anecdotal story oh, only oh. going the opposite direction.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Um, were you, so, you a
1: serial killer? Uh,
0: when my dad was growing up, he like, uh, he had a he had a rough childhood and all that crap. But he hitchhiked a lot. Uh-oh. Like he hitchhiked from Nova Scotia to the Florida Keys, oh, okay. like multiple times. Like this was like back in like the the early '80s when it was like starting to get bad. But, you,
1: <laughs> but well, that, that was the Man height of
0: Southies. American
3: serial killing, is what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and you know, he'd go with his buddy and like, he, he was telling a story about how he got picked up one time by this oh, couple. Fuck. And, um, it was like his friend, like the, it was a guy and a girl and him and his friend. And the guy driving was like, asked asked my dad's friend. Hey, why don't you come up to the front seat and like, have a good time with my girl.
1: What?
0: Oh, and he, oh you know like, what? Yeah, okay. oh, so they're, oh God. Oh. So he's like, you know finger blasting this girl my dad's in the back seat like all right and um the guy's like hey why don't we like go back to a hotel or something and get this party started (laughs) and uh for some reason my dad was like it just clicked to him like you know a newspaper article he saw about like people getting killed on the on this like in georgia on this particular highway or whatever. And he's like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. And his friend's like, oh, come on, man. Like, we came down here specifically to get laid. Like, let's let's fucking just do this. And he's like, nope, see you later. And then like his friend ended up leaving with him. At first
1: I was going to be like, oh, it was the 80s. So it's swingers. It has to be swingers. But no, no, it doesn't sound like it.
3: Oh god that one no, that one gives that me chills. <laughs> Sweet oh
0: well, yeah yo, oh oh I
1: thought you meant if you got picked up my, by my, <laughs>
0: uh, let me tell you my dad has like some type of fucking guardian angel shit cuz he's avoided death so many times. Like just crazy like anybody else would Get have on gotten the show. like either you know <laughs> killed or fucking like hit head on or whatever. Papa. But uh and Papa Aaron. Yeah, I I don't have that. I've gotten hurt and like <laughs> I haven't had many near-death experiences, but I've gotten hurt a lot. I've
1: had a lot of experiences where I look back a week later and I go, "Man, I was almost, <laughs> I was almost going to die back then." <laughs> Takes a while to set in.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh. I had a couple of those. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you're like, "God, I really, dr- I really drank a lot last week." <laughs> like, I really was <laughs> like that was really <laughs> irresponsible that thing I did last week, and it didn't click until right. Hey, remember that time I was running through traffic. Yeah, that couldn't so be right. <laughs> Oh, oh man alright so what did A- H.H. Totals do thing.
3: well in his very early life he was actually uh, pretty what tame
1: what is H.H. H., by the way I didn't even get the name
3: I have Hans
2: Herman. <laughs>
1: yes perfect. Hans, perfect Hans
2: Herman Halloween you,
1: you know what before we continue pause I just wanted to uh Aaron you actually um you were speaking I I was reminded this would be pretty good to look up so here's some stats about serial killers for everybody if they were curious uh on average uh the there's a U.S. database that has been compiled 2,600 serial killers have been identified uh which uh Ahmad is someone who has killed at least two people in two separate instances with a cooling off period in between. I'm sure this is all better defined. Mass killers, however, he defines obviously separately. Uh, His definition is slightly different than the FBI. So what are the numbers here? Here's some weird things. Average serial killers IQ is 94.7. And when tested, most fall within the average. For male serial killers, the average age is 27. For females, it's 31 overwhelmingly serial killers haven't served in the military only 23.9 did see that's weird because that seems like a very high number to me when you consider on average how many people serve in the military but um anyway 85.6 come from homes with at least one biological parent though their lives were likely unstable 70 percent reported no abuse as children wow that's interesting 40.5 kill percent kill for enjoyment or lust as according to the uh, author of the study hm. there you go wish we could find out how what the average kill rate was
3: what their kdr is to so to speak
1: yeah i wish i could find that out but anyway <laughs> uh regale me with tales of uh hubert humphrey holmes
3: yeah so that's not even his actual name first of all that no, was a... is.
1: <laughs> yeah it's, oh, uh... oh you mean h.h H. holmes is not his name correct yeah oh okay
3: that was a name he adopted later in life for the purposes of conducting insurance fraud operations. I like him. Yeah, I but, like him too. You know, we're getting to that. His actual name was Henry something Mudget. Oh, okay. Or Mudgewit? It's something Mudgett. with a mud and a lot of T's. Okay. So this dude, he had a fairly common upbringing. He showed no signs of what we would today. Considered to be triggers for suspicion. No red flags in his childhood. But uh, he grew up relatively normal. And he worked as a teacher early on. Eventually, finding his way into a lab where he would work on and with a mentor studying cadavers. Now, it was during this time while he was working as a teacher and studying cadavers that he fled New York the day after a little boy in his hometown went missing. And it Hmm. should be said that he was seen with this little boy the day the kid went missing. Mm. So he takes off. He's gone from New York. That's just not working for him anymore. After leaving New York, he flees to Philadelphia where he gets a job working in a drugstore. you know, as a pharmacist, a druggist, if you will. Now that's all well and good. And that could have been a happy ending to his story. Oh, he didn't do it, and he started a new successful life somewhere. But that's not the end of it, is it? Because within months of being in Philadelphia, a little boy was poisoned by medicine purchased at the pharmacy where Mr. Holmes, as we will continue to call him, had been working.
1: Hans
3: Herman? Hans Herman Holmes? Hans Herman Holmes. Now... He took off from Philadelphia shortly after that. It would be unfair to his legacy to say that he was fleeing that because we don't know. We don't know that for a fact.
1: You're, you're but, too nice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it would be well, unfair to this horrendous monster who's likely and happily burning in hell.
3: <laughs> let's just be clear. He was never charged or convicted <laughs> for the murder you in would. New York or the one <laughs> in Philadelphia.
1: There's a he's wearing a pin that says "civil libertarian." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's on the lapel of my smoking jacket, actually. Of course,
1: yes, of course. You just have a small uh, uh, hedgehog. the <laughs> pin mm. on you. Well, he wasn't charged. It's, it's true. Innocent it until charged.
3: proven guilty.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It is true. So he didn't do that. <laughs>
0: Case closed. Case closed. You know, in a private law
2: society.
1: In <laughs> a private law society, I could kill as many people as I'd like to. And as long as you could find a suitable go. replacement
2: for the child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, pause, are you there or did you break up? He's gone. Can you we hear watch. me? T- See? Yep, but every we got time you now. I say it. See, every time I say it, he comes back in. I don't know how it happens, but it's kind of incredible. Let's it's the machine going.
3: demons is what it <laughs> it's is. It's the
1: machine. They, they're mischievous. They, once they, it's, they're actually like real demons. Once you catch them, they run away. Every they time. fear
3: the power of the cross.
1: That's right. That's, <laughs> that's I bet right. if you
3: burn some sage...
1: Your electronics work
2: better.
3: I I would just just point out that that (laughs) is literally the the way I justify my tobacco habit is that it protects me from demons.
1: That's that's kind of amazing because I was going to say because I taking us completely off topic. We're not allowed to burn sage, Aaron. We're not allowed to do that. Um, it would be culturally well, appropriate. That's thing. how I
0: justify spilling salt all over my bedroom because it's actually like a. Uh... <laughs> it's
1: it's how not I justify... you eating French fries just... in bed. That's <laughs> how I justify yeah. pissing on the toilet seat. <laughs> Keep, those hey, yeah.
2: <laughs> Keep those demons nope. away.
1: Keep those demons away. Demons begone. A <laughs> pee on splattering all over the toilet, the toilet seat. <laughs> demons <laughs> begone,
2: demons. <laughs>
1: Uh, Is that your best God. Southern Baptist car? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah, I could, get, I could probably dig in a little
1: bit. Yeah, you pr- he probably could. <laughs> we, already had, we already had one blackface joke. Let's not
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's fucking keep it going. Okay. All
1: right. Okay. So, okay, so where does
0: Holmes he Holmes gets to
3: Chicago. He gets to Chicago, right? And he finds work at another drugstore, another pharmacy. And it actually ends up being super stable for him. You know, Very he's good. married He's married at this point. He doesn't have a family yet, but he's got secure employment. He's got a wife. Yeah. Things are Gainful looking up.
1: Employment. Yeah.
3: Except he picks up a second wife.
1: Oh, no. no. That's so where it
3: goes uh, wrong. Yeah, so what? He's a big mess, first of all. Because,
1: Aaron, you add one too many, and it becomes a real tizzy. It's a real tizzy. <laughs> for- <laughs> so...
2: You have to get the right ratio of wives to dead to to dead children.
3: children. Look in a
1: private
2: law society.
1: (laughs) I mean, honestly, Carr, if you do that equation when you talk about like kings from negative two BC, that's probably true. You probably 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 do have to even out all the wives with murder. (laughs) Hmm,
2: He should have killed more children. Uh,
1: that would true. True. have he might, he Evened him out. It <laughs> might have evened his relationship out. <laughs> medieval,
2: medieval ma- medicine.
1: Oh uh, fuck! He's so, going. He's going. Yeah, I killed a lot of people, but my relationships are solid. <laughs> yeah.
3: Speaking of, I which, will also submit so to the-
2: <laughs> Yeah, sorry.
3: Uh, speaking of which, just to keep this moving for you guys, he has a child with his second hidden wife and then buys the drugstore that he's working at, if that says anything about his entrepreneurship and his hustle <laughs> to succeed. Wow. Yeah. He sure. continues operating. Kids. Sounds like a model libertarian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was better yeah. than you adopting any persona. Was you actually, from the heart, <laughs> just <laughs> wrecking the entire community? I really like this guy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so i really like this guy we made it we turn aaron from the spare so aaron's, so aaron's just like
2: t- so when does this get when does this get spooky <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: aaron's just been waiting for the story to take a turn sounds like to, he pulled himself up by his bootstraps <laughs> yeah this guy
3: <laughs> well you're gonna love this next bit aaron you're gonna breathe. fucking love this next bit because after buying and operating this pharmacy at a profit he then buys a lot across the street and begins a building initiative, mixed use, a store on the first floor, and beautiful apartments on the second and third.
1: Right? Oh, he's a Look at this developer. guy. All he's right, contributing
3: yeah. to his community. It's wonderful.
1: Except, it sure is,
3: except he develops a horrible habit of mm. stiffing his contractors, stealing mm. building supplies, and like never paying doing. them.
1: Donald Trump, frankly. Sounds like uh, yeah, I don't see that. I can look, I'm <laughs> <probably> <laughs> to look the other way. Well, yeah, wh- what know, do you I'm see? Look, like, if they long don't long like it,
0: they can just leave. Uh, i mean, having a lot
1: of connections <laughs> here, boys.
0: <laughs> it's a marketplace of, uh, you know... <laughs> Real estate.
1: This would be a great idea for a podcast would be to go into the backstory of serial killers and like be very like, 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 (laughs) well, they they were really good um, (laughs) entrepreneurs. (laughs) You know, it sounded like it was going well for him. I bet you. Yeah. You know what Carr would do in this situation? He'd be like, I bet you that occupational licensure is what really got to him. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I blame it on my uh, like very minute libertarian talking yeah, points.
1: Yeah. Well, the only reason why he had to kill six people was because it took him twenty thousand dollars three years to get was. his alcohol license.
2: I've pulled up his the, his parking ticket history, and it appears that he got four within the last.
1: <laughs> oh god! Oh god! You can oh. imagine someone
2: in that mental state.
1: No fuck. Uh, so he so he becomes a landlord. <laughs> And, this, and is start start this is when people start disappearing.
3: Ah. This is when people start disappearing left and right. He it's has sure. yeah. to,
2: pay off, to, to pay off the contractors, obviously.
3: The state. It's the state. You got uh, to
2: balance it out. You got to balance <laughs> everything out.
3: Well, so the <laughs> I, weird thing is uh, about these apartments is they had direct chutes to the basement.
0: Hmm. Like I'm... laundry chutes? Yeah, well, they harmless. would
3: be if they weren't so unusually large. <laughs> And if he didn't oh, have a crematory yeah, yeah. furnace in the basement,
0: oh, hmm. you never know when you're going to need that, though. You know, it's you burn your trash.
3: it's you know. also strange to many observers how no one ever actually moved into the second floor, that it was just a maze of hall- hallways, unfinished rooms, and dead ends.
2: He hadn't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, clearly yeah, It Almost sounds like he had a terrible you know to, civil engineer. Do you
1: know? I was gonna do. You, <laughs> do you know how difficult <laughs> it is to to operate construction in a building that has fifteen or more bathrooms, dude? It's you know, it's a lot of work. I'm sure it really stressed him lost. out. Yeah, he got lost. <laughs> yeah, um, Can, dude. I hope you know we're doing this again with Ted Bundy yes. or something like that. <laughs> I've, I've said it before. Yes, the architect less. had
0: a drawing, and then the civil engineers got a hold of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is insane. All right, so. So, H. H H Holmes at, is being ball busted by the mayor and the and the and the goon crew with, at the licensure's <laughs> office, and uh, you know things start to go tickets. wrong for him. Yeah, yeah
3: people are <laughs> disappearing. He's stiffing his contractors. Shit's just not working out. So there's a minor fire, and he books it to Texas.
1: Mm.
3: And let me reopen my note sheet
1: here. He books quick. it to Texas because. He lost his job with Go Fuck Yourself Industries, and he. he oh wait, no, wrong okay. serial
3: killer. <laughs> so now, here we go. In Texas, he spends a few days in jail, oh, where he meets a career. Well, I didn't fucking write that down in my notes. I should have. I'll look it up. He go spent, ahead. He looks. He spent yeah, a yeah, little bit of time in, jail in jail a, a little bit of time in jail in Texas, where he meets a career outlaw, and. This guy and him work out an insurance fraud scheme, a life insurance fraud scheme that they're going to run on Holmes' partner and co-investor.
1: Listen to this. You're going to think this is hilarious. Do you know why he was in jail? Horse theft.
2: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that's a serious crime down here.
1: That is a real 1800s kind of crime. (laughs) That's very Americana. Very good. Very good, HH. So, but what do you think about this? Aaron, the guy stealing private property—that can't be very libertarian. Yeah, it sounds
0: like he's just, uh,
2: you know, redistributing, redistributing uh, it. Yeah, ah! redistributing resources Jesus! to why to did, those that are more capable of, <laughs> of of using them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's reverse Marxism. It's yeah, we're gonna redistribute these resources. We're just gonna do it to the people who you know can use. I mean, I, shit. I I just Not wish were, he I just wish the murdering course, and the right? theft was a
0: little more democratic. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, oh, he right. Homesteaded. He
1: homesteaded. He homesteaded the horse, certainly. All right. So he was uh, in jail in Fort Worth, Texas, I think it says, Um, in jail for horse theft. Car, you know, you're, (laughs) you know, you might be at this stage. Who knows? Who knows? Mm
2: -hmm. Where was he
1: in jail? Fort Worth. Uh, I'll find the exact prison. Was it in Uh, Fort Worth? Yeah. Go ahead, Pause. I I don't want to interrupt you. Um, I'll look for the.
3: So he's there. He meets a career criminal. Him and this guy, they figure out how to run a life insurance scheme on Holmes' partner. He gets out, he talks his partner into it, his partner is going to go back to Philadelphia, set up a business, and take out a policy under an assumed name. Now, Holmes goes up there to join his partner in Philadelphia, and instead of faking the death, he straight up just kills his business partner and runs away with his business partner's family. However, he manages to split his business partner's family into two traveling groups, taking the custody of uh, two of his three, four daughters, and then promptly kills them as well.
1: Sure. Yeah. Right.
3: He packs them in a trunk, carves a hole in the top, sticks a tube in and gases them to death before burying them in the basement of a house he rented there.
1: Wow. Did the innovation, I mean, it's only, you know, I, I'm really like, you know, I wonder, I bet you didn't have to even patent that one. Why would he?
0: He's a visionary.
1: Yeah, that was pretty, vi- a visionary move. Ahead of his time. In you saying in the suitcase. Yeah. Could we say maybe like if someone wanted to do this a new well, way, they could l- use something clear, like it's... in Fort Worth, they could use a bag, perhaps? Perhaps. Like a really large... Really large bag, maybe that you'd sleep in. Maybe a lot of people yeah. would Or maybe that but a lot we... of people might. Yeah, down late, down late at night, sleep. at 10 p.m., at 10 p.m. <laughs> at
2: around 10 p.m., and perhaps get cozy.
1: Get very cozy. Go- <laughs> Where you at? It's 10 p.m. Where you at? <laughs> Where you at? All right, so he's a visionary killer. He's not just your ordinary son of Sam, shoot him in the back of the head kind of guy. He's got uh, visions. All right.
3: Yeah, you know, and it's at this point, That they track him down, he's finally arrested, they catch him for the murder of his business partner, but oddly enough, they can't seem to actually prove the deaths of the daughters, or didn't do it in time, or whatever, and he's eventually hung by the neck until dead. And that distinction's important, because his execution records reflect that he did not actually have his neck snapped when the uh, platform dropped. He was one of those people who strangled in the noose.
1: Honestly? Not a fan of the death penalty. That one time? All right. (laughs) It went wrong? Okay, whatever. You know. (laughs) Now, to to,
3: to circle back to the beginning of the discussion on Holmes, this is where it gets interesting. Because one of his living descendants, a descendant of the daughter he had with his second wife, is convinced that he was also Jack the Ripper. So much Whoa. so that his descendants what? and a retired CIA analyst talked the History Channel into letting them do a miniseries about it.
1: Oh, shit. About investigating whether or not H.H. H. Holmes was, was also Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper? Is there a way we could track down uh, Jack the Ripper's kids and his kids and figure out Well, if-
3: we don't know who Jack the Ripper was, oh, and that's why he was able to right. do this bullshit in the first place.
1: That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that's Hmm. crazy. It certainly is possible because this is one of those areas that there are very few people who traffic in professional serial killing. (laughs) You know, there's not that many people.
3: Yeah. So, So you know, that seems to be the why? Why to which part What are
1: the connections? Like, how do they what are the guys reasons for thinking such a thing? Like, there's obviously a miniseries you said. Did it come out?
3: Yeah, it came out in 2017,
1: and I gotta oh, say, I watched
3: fresh. I watched it when it was initially on. I have not since then. The dude actually it. got to do an interview on Coast to Coast AM back in the day as oh. well when the miniseries was coming out, but it's been oh. forever since I listened to that too. I couldn't accurately reflect his evidence here.
1: I think we did a Tiger King review, and I think if we needed a miniseries review to do, that sounds like a pretty juicy. I'm thinking one about to firing do. that
2: up after we get off of this.
1: I am also thinking about where is that located? Actually, what's it called? Are there, pause. It looks like it's History American. I, Ripper, think, I, I think I'm really glad that American we're not Ripper, ending yes. this episode telling people to go and look up a TV show about the United States Postal Investigation Service, and instead <laughs> well, we're right, send yeah, them to them something actually good. <laughs> a little bit of a departure right, so from that.
2: Here, let me let me add some historical context as well to uh, the place where he fled to in Fort Worth. I just looked it up. He yes. uh, so this guy is a it was nineteenth century. I think he was hung in eighteen ninety five or eighteen ninety six. So he was active in eighteen seventies, eighties, nineties. And at that time in Fort Worth, Fort Worth was kind of the last civilized stop before the Wild West. And uh, we had what was called Hell's Half Acre. Uh, which is downtown a, po- a portion of downtown, which is the property where he swindled the guy uh, to sign over the deed. Uh, I, I just saw, um, which was why he was in Fort worth. And uh, that, th- that half acre operated as a legitimate, one of the few legitimate people talk about red light districts, but this was a, one of the few legitimate red light districts uh. in well, the uh. current United States where federal law did not apply, where they where it was looked the other way and it got out like way, way out of control. Uh, or, you know, so the stories say it's where a bunch of wild west guys used to hang out. It was saloons. It was casinos. It was the whole, it was shootouts. It was the whole thing. Yeah. So Red light district that, you know,
1: also, right. Would you think a serial killer? Certainly.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's where, you know, mm. when you have a concentrated area like that where there were, where, you know, that that sort of behavior is, is looked the other way on, you know, you're just going to attract everybody.
1: So mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of interesting.
1: That is some good context, actually, that of course, well, so now did he, uh, pause, he fled to Fort Worth or he was picked up uh, and and transferred to the prison in Fort Worth?
3: After he attempted to burn down his own hotel and fled (laughs) Chicago, he- Are you uh, talking about the
1: murder hotel? The murder hotel?
3: Yeah, he attempted arson on it. It didn't work. So he took off from Chicago, going down to Texas to steal a land deed- from mm. the brother of a woman he'd been sleeping with on top of his two wives.
1: Huh. This guy is a, a real piece of shit, like in every this, respect. This
3: guy, he's <laughs> he a, a capital L.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Based. Uh, this guy's a capital L libertarian right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, Christ. Okay, so fine. That, that's why he
3: was down there. But, uh, huh, yeah, huh, you huh. know. The interesting connection I want to draw between this and the lamb case, tangentially, very tangentially, is that in the lead up to his execution, he swore up and down that the devil had made him do it. And that while he was in prison, he claimed that his features were becoming more and more devilish to the point where at one uh, in the days before the execution, he literally believed he was beginning to sprout horns.
1: Um, interesting, you know. If so, you've ever once, seen the Jack once he Ther-
3: possessed, he seems like a good candidate for possession. I'm just throwing
1: that out there. Oh, I see why. I see where you're going with that. Okay. Um, Stu I was gonna say, do you think like he, he have you ever seen the uh, the letters that Jack the Ripper sent to the police department?
3: Yeah, the uh, from hell,
1: the saucy yeah, from daddy. hell. Saucy Jackie's is the is the other one. That's more shocking of the two, I would say.
3: Yeah, and then um, there was a third famous one that got confirmed as a hoax. And for the life of me, I can't remember what
1: it was. Really, I I didn't know that. So maybe yeah. I have... One
3: one of them was a confirmed hoax. Another one was a suspected hoax, and the third one was presumed genuine but never proven.
1: Hmm. Oh, the Dear Boss letter is the other one that. Uh, I guess is fake. Yes. Dear boss. That's the other one that's fake. Okay. So but, you know, if you ever despite look up those that letters. that one being
3: called fake, that one was mm-hmm. also the one that somehow managed to be sent on the night of two of the murders. You know, before the details would have been public, which well, I not Well, them
1: calling it that. fake doesn't necessarily mean it is. Right. I mean, you get, you know, so who knows? But well, anyway, um, so you've seen these letters. It's funny because it sounds a lot like H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes and the way that these letters are written They sound like equally the same kind of insane. Like it, yeah. The the guy writing the the Jack the Ripper. He was
3: a fucking playful fraudster. Holmes was, you know, he was a demented satanic killer, but he was also a super playful 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 prankster prankster,
1: fraudster. Yes, that's right. And if you ever read, he's a uh, guy you can have a beer with. (laughs) Yeah, another real. And hey, listen to this, Jack the. So, oh my God, here's the thing. Talk about an agorist icon jack the ripper nobody knows who he was and if he's hh H. holmes why wouldn't he have why wouldn't he have like been anonymous all the time i mean it makes sense he was a libertarian hh H. holmes we found out he was a novel libertarian maybe indeed he was also a crypto anarchist <laughs> and jack the ripper jack the ripper perhaps is a crypto anarchist we don't know a lot well of ways you know to that would
3: have been the golden era of early anarchism too wouldn't it oh my god <laughs>
0: yeah Uh, industrial yeah industrialized Britain
1: what a crazy world to have lived in probably much crazier than now which is a weird thing to think yeah Hmm. well pause uh thank you so much (laughs) yeah you know
3: I'm glad this went (laughs) as long as it did because I had another one in the can in case either of those discussions went short but uh you know maybe sometime in the future
1: I think what needs to be done, and again, Car, uh, you were already on this. I am as well. I will be watching this miniseries for sure, this Jack the Ripper, AJ mm-hmm. Holmes miniseries, and we will probably get back to your listeners on that. Can you repeat that for the listeners one more time, though? Pause. Or, uh, Car, which, whoever found it. The, which part? The, it's, it's, it's American, American
3: Ripper. Ripper. It was produced American. by the History Channel. I don't know where it's available now.
2: I, I just looked it up and it looks like it's available streaming for free on the history channel. So I don't know if you can, if you can download the
1: app or something like that. I don't know. Oh shit. Or just go to their
3: website, check it out there or something.
1: Yeah. Mm, You go into the website. Oh yeah. Full episode. Yes, you can. Eight full episodes of this. Oh, we're going to have fun.
3: Yeah. You know, I think you guys have talked me into checking it out here too. After we hang out, I should review that. We'll come back.
1: Yeah. Let's come back to it. And, uh, All right, so listeners, we'll call this half a cliffhanger and half a, you know, completed episode. We'll probably get back to you on this. I'm going to sink my teeth into this tonight. Um, Leave one more, uh,
0: right? We can pick it up on our spooky Halloween special that may or may not happen.
1: Wow, what a great! In fact, do
3: you guys want to book me for that now? Yes, I do. Alright, so uh Well,
0: hold Clint, on, you well, gotta go through the vetting process. You know what you mean. Right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so there's
3: process. no grandfather clause on this?
1: To be fair <laughs> to be fair, he did just declare a jihad against that account. Oh, our, that our, is our true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He did, did just yeah. declare a jihad. So I think he's in. Alright, pause. So uh that'll there you uh, go. you're Ooh. not in till the bombings start. For all the new listeners, by the way, because I think we 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 probably have more new listeners in 2020 than we've had in any other period of time in the past. Unfortunately, five or four four months probably we've had more listeners than ever. All the new listeners, you may not know, Halloween is a different kind of season for this show. Uh, uh, We always do a really ridiculously long Halloween special. I don't know how I'm gonna plan it this year. I've got several ideas on how it's gonna work. I was here's one idea. (laughs) I was thinking about doing an episode every day. I, I, well, I, I could I could do anything, because the listeners, they're putty in our hands this time of yeah. year. They're, they're, they're gonna going to eat it up regardless, right? seven hours, 12 hours, give me a year. When you're this famous, they let you do it. They let Stop you that. do <laughs> it. That's what I'm exactly, Aaron. And you know what, Aaron? And on that, I don't think there's anything really more. That was fantastic there. Pause. Please... Unless anybody has anything, any final words. No,
3: pause. Go ahead.
1: Pause, please. Plugs uh, and everything.
3: Plugs. Find me at DogmanRespector on Twitter. It's the primary hub of my activity. Find me on the podcast that I host and release episodes on sporadically with my boys, Absurd Nihilism and Joe Chrisman at the Gaslight Hour. Uh, We do pretty good stuff. We don't release as much as we'd like, but we're working on that. I promise. And uh, also stay tuned to my Twitter page for announcements about an upcoming blog project I'm working on. Whoa.
1: All right. I like that. I didn't I don't even know about that. I like that a lot. Hm. And with that, uh, campet how many what are we riding? It has to be. Oh, we're, God, we're gonna, I forgot to we're, ask you. I, I, I forgot to ask you. I need one minute of your time more. Um, what are our planned Halloween costumes going to be? Hmm. gotta think about this this is big oh, car I man. think it's time to whip out a new Dalmatian costume frankly <laughs> okay it might be time I, you know what maybe I will
2: I will be a dog of some sort
1: Oh I will be a dog Car Kevin declares he will be a dog of some sort. I like it yeah. a lot and Aaron, if you don't
2: know what if you don't know what we're talking about there uh get up with shit, one we'll of us on. Out
1: on the website. <laughs> You'll see a picture you might not want to see. Uh, Aaron, uh, what about you? You, you? Aaron, you got any um costumes? I'm going to do what
0: I do every Halloween and just go in blackface. Oh.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I really Christ. I really not so even for do... Halloween. I <laughs>
2: happy easter everyone <laughs> happy, <laughs>
1: Aaron, happy it's flag a, it's, day guys all right it's thursday <laughs> pause i i i was first of all pause i was thinking this year i was going to do my uh i was going to go Giorgio, you know because my bird has already gone as Giorgio, so i think i'm yeah. gonna probably Giorgio it up uh
3: i think that's a good pick
1: that's what i'm gonna do pause what about you
3: You know, I think for Halloween it would be appropriate to pay tribute to one of the greats in overnight radio and a man who deserves to be a libertarian icon, even though he's not considered one, Mr. Bill Cooper.
1: There you go. Yes. Bill Cooper, everyone. Very good. Very nice. And uh Cork Campbell, please. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't even oh,
2: change Oh, the before we go, before ah! we go, before oh, yes, we go, before yes. we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. We have, we, we, we owe, a, we, we have a very, yes, very old, old, I'll
1: edit old. this into before, I'll edit this into before the actual end. Um, okay, yeah, okay. Go ahead, please uh, yeah. do that, because so we, we have, do we owe a, him.
2: Aaron, I'm going to, I'm going to toss you up a pass, and I'm going to need you to alley-oop it. So, uh, to, uh, uh, f- I don't even remember, at Schlitz underscore beer, I think it's Byler Tenet.
0: Oh yeah, special happy birthday, go fuck yourself to Byler Tennant, who is a follower of mine. And as a follower, I have nothing but hate and, um, what else? Contempt for him. But happy birthday.
2: Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. All right.
2: Well, I think uh, in the spirit of Halloween, we're going to be in a, uh, we're going to be in a horse and bug We're going to be in an old 19th century horse and buggy. I love it. And we're going to okay, keep yes. two hands on the tethers.